Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. A show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous. And the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 3400 <laughs> of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic communities around it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defire, getting things wrong again. And joining me in the orange Sidewinder bar for this episode, we have Commander Shan. Hello. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and within punching distance, we have Commander Psykit. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> and bringing up the end, of course, we have Commander Aid Levice. Yeah, there is a reason why Psyk is sitting between us. <laughs> and also joining us, surprisingly, <laughs> we, we have um, Dr. Toxic. Let's see, let's see if you can remember him. So, um, well, if you wish, you can join us live. <laughs> we are hanging out at LaveCon. And you can all hear them in the background. <laughs> Give them a yell. Yay! Oh, louder! Mark! Mark! Uh, nobody's hanging out and open. And we're certainly not near the Orange Sidewinder Bar and Lave. Um, and if you can't get to us in-game, which you can't, we are actually on the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live. Click on the live chat. And then go to <coughs> twitch.tv slash laveradio or Facebook or Twitter and YouTube and all the rest of them. Anyway, so we'll move on from there. See what everybody's been up to. Uh, we'll start with Ben. Far end. I think I've mostly been melting. I think most of us have. Yeah, pretty much. Are we doing the rest of the week, or should we just keep it at that? I think we'll just keep it at that. Keep it at that. <laughs> okay, psych it. Um, it was Ben's birthday yesterday. I think it's important to acknowledge that. Yeah. I think it's important to give Ben the bumps. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, <laughs> and I don't look like, a day over 100. You, you That's do, just you, his IQ. Progenitor cells well. are brilliant. <laughs> um, I, am, I am also warm um, and also mildly hungover. <laughs> <laughs> Mild? Yeah, we are lucky size joined us. Yeah, I have to touch and go for a very, very short time. Uh, Commander Shan. Let me think. Yes, I have been fuel scooping most of the uh, weekend due to the weather. Um, what else has been going on this weekend? I haven't been hungover. I've been very good. I haven't drunk very much booze. <laughs> So I had great enjoyment watching other people being smashed out of their heads and then complaining about how their headache is. I don't have a headache, it's just the rest of my body that hates me right now. Well, that's part of the course. Exactly. And Dr. Toxic. I think the rest of you have been drinking wrong if you've got hangovers. Ooh. It's been warm, You mean we but... stopped drinking? Sorry? You mean we stopped drinking? That... <laughs> Right. Um, well, obviously, I only arrived today, uh, and I turned up late because apparently the railway lines are on fire. <laughs> Just word of warning in case if anyone's wanting to head you back did home. Survive my driving though. That's yeah, with whiplash. <laughs> blooming Bang. showing off a blooming Tesla. Oh, I'll show him. <laughs> Bang! There goes the neck. Sorry, it was amusing. Yeah, you would. Let us quickly move on before before my lawsuit starts making its way towards Shan. Um, right, development Which news. Uh, what have the devs said this week? Well, this, you lot have got an advantage over me because I wasn't here when they said stuff. Was it not twitched? Did you not, were you watch, not watch it, it? Colin? Yes, what were I you would... doing yesterday, Colin? Yesterday, <laughs> my daughter's 18th birthday was was an important thing. Surely. But she wasn't 18 yesterday, oh. was she? She was 18. Is she not? I am not going to be that dad who <laughs> goes to a United match on her daughter's birthday, if you know what I mean. No. Did you oh, not no. get her into Elite? No. Just give her your card. Just, you should have just given your card and go, there you go, down the pub you go. <laughs> right, the development news. What have they said this week? Right, so I would like to be informed. About what's, been... the wrong <laughs> <laughs> about what's been happening. Now, obviously, we had Arf, Bruce, Zach, who was on Walkabout, apparently. Sally was producing. We had Tom, Dom, Darren, Peter, and Dan. Sally dwarfs, yeah, the, don't the, they? Yeah, the, the... <laughs> yeah, it's like pew, pew, barley, McGrew. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking oing, gloin, etc. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there was no big news. Ooh. Which we were, had been told, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. we had yeah. been told. Put it this way, there, were, there was all this stuff in the forums. There will be no big news, said Sally. And then underneath all the posts there of saying, showing the picture of that, there's no chance of you going out with me. Well, what chance are you giving me? About a million to one? Well, that means there's one chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think yeah. people well, were hoping would... for the Gilligan's Island version. There will be no big news and then cut to all of the news. <laughs> <laughs> or you're thinking of and now. Well, yeah. They, yeah. they, they yeah. did mention <laughs> that we are getting consoles... And VR, and you know, we've got space legs. No, space yeah. legs on feet. I mean, that's all coming next week. Isn't it? Space legs on feet. Space legs on feet in ships next week. Oh uh, no, you can walk around other people's legs. Did you not catch that? <laughs> that? Is that what it meant? That's yes. exactly what it meant. Yeah. That would get Ben excited. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're using an emote. So, but one of the things they did discuss was some of the background stories that came with it. Um, there's a nice little story about confetti guns. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's actually next on the list, you know. 
We've got the geezer guns. I re- after hearing about these, I want them as an April Fool's joke. I want well, the confetti yeah. or the geezer guns. Oh, the geezer guns, yes. definitely. Well, it shoots old guys out. <laughs> no, that's the old geezer guns. The forum dad guns. <laughs> Uh, all of a sudden, I've got an, um, an urge to use a geezer gun on you at the moment. Mm. Right, so... Thank you for that. Take your opportunity. No. At least you can now. <laughs> the science behind the stickiness of SRVs, which does explain some of the motion sickness. Yeah. Um, creepy carrier guy. I did like that. It's like Mr. Spock, but even stalkier. Well, that, that's the, the, the story behind that is... For anyone who wasn't listening to the panel, which might only be Colin. <laughs> uh, so for Colin's benefit, there used to be a guy who was standing behind your commander's chair on the carrier. And with the, the, the tech they've got to make the character look at you, it just looked like you had this guy petually standing over your shoulder, staring at you. And they're like, yeah, that's just wrong. <laughs> and I, They're probably right. That's your flight trainer, Ben. Fail. Right. Um, we've also had the explanation why they changed the accuracy of the Scorpion's gun. We've had that one before, which, um, you know, it changed for gameplay reasons, which is, is always useful. Uh, and this one surprises me. All barnacles are hand-placed. I yep. didn't realise that. Didn't Jude, Jude clarified something? Oh. Yes, right there. That it Jude. was the one that was... There's a barnacle that's inside a station... Because the station's also been manually placed, and then also the barnacle yeah. was also manually placed, which is bonkers to me. But I, I don't I I can't remember which station it is. I need, I need, I now thank you kindly, lots of you. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, but it's, uh, it's definitely one that I've got planned yeah. to visit now. I certainly will be using the three cam. Cool. Right. Um, well. Let's have some people's reactions to the, the, the stuff we got. Um, <laughs> happy? It was, I, it was I, nice to hear them. It was lovely to hear them. It was lovely to get just their little anecdotes behind the things. And I mean, frankly, I want, at least on April 1st, when we go off and open the lockers around settlements, for them to explode in confetti now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. I want to be able to plant confetti in other people. I want like to be able to plant confetti inside other people's lockers and stuff like that, or even grenades. So you, would. <laughs> you So you want to be able to plant, plant grenades inside lockers? <laughs> or confetti grenades? Or both, yeah. Or both, yeah, yeah. fine. So people come along when... Well, Hang on, I need to only, add that to the algorithm. And, and, <laughs> only when they, actually, only when they change instance. So when you instance flip to try and get your materials and stuff like that... You can't instance flip to get your materials. God damn it, Shan, do you not know anything about this game? I don't play, I don't play Odyssey, because it's again... Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd like it if they, they, they had a confetti option on your gun, so if you shoot somebody else, another player, their gun suddenly just Would fires confetti. Would you want a sign that comes out that says bang on it or something? <laughs> no, we could have yes. that on the other person's. I mean, you've been I, watching I the Joker like too much. I want a confetti cannon. Yeah. Here's a question, actually, for all of you. Would you guys get... A confetti grenade cannon, whatever, with arcs. Would you, would you get cosmetic weapons or you know toy toy weapons for in game for real money currency kind of stuff? No, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, just to be annoying. <laughs> yeah. 
I want a winking cat gift next year, <laughs> next Christmas. I want to mm. uh, open up my very lovely hand cannon, which is also a flare gun, but it's also a firework and a confetti cannon. You can just switch it on and off. Or, or maybe all three, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, obviously, there was giveaways yesterday, which were water bottles, which I'm, I'm glad everybody got. We got to stay hydrated today. Um, Odyssey badges, Odyssey t-shirts. And then, obviously, they went through a whole load of stuff that's happened between the last two Lavecons, which fleet carriers... Obviously, Odyssey, and then the Scorpion, the, the carrier interiors, and the emotes. Now, obviously, I've missed this bit, so uh, um, what, was the, what was the story behind the emotes? I'm going to start those. There wasn't really a story behind it, per se. There was a story that I heard after, mm-hmm. um, which we've, we've spoken about already, which I, I was having a conversation about them, like, asking <laughs> if there were any emotes that didn't make it into the game that were already planned out. And um, apparently Chef's Kiss was this close. And I'm so gutted about it. I'd love a Chef's Kiss emote. So hopefully there's a, there's a precedent for more emotes coming in the future. There you go. There's some news. There's some news, <laughs> yes. At Gilligan's Island here. <laughs> <laughs> a few things pick out from the, the list. What, my, what I enjoyed about the stories, it wasn't necessarily the content of the stories, it was the fact that developers had clearly had fun doing the, yeah. the game. Yeah. And that was, that, was, that was quite important because you've got people who just turn up and do the job and go home. It, that seems to echo through the content, mm-hmm. but they clearly enjoyed themselves, um, which, which I thought was a really welcome thing to do. The thing I did actually find interesting from a, ooh, that's interesting, point of view, was the comment saying it's a sci-fi gun so we, and we don't therefore need it to be real, and this is in response to the, 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 the minigun, which I find slightly odd, but also reassuring, because I find it odd because part of Elite was supposed to be based on reality, mm. But it's also reassuring the fact that they look at how miniguns work in atmospheres and heat is the, the big enemy of it. And they think, actually, we don't need to worry about heat. We don't need to worry about that. We can just make it like this. So that was quite an interesting comment, I thought, that it wasn't needed to be real because it's a sci-fi gun. Apparently, according to our updated show notes, we've got, you've got a question answered. Have I? Well, yeah, you? you got a question answered. You asked oh, a question. Yes, I mean, I, I wasn't in the mood to give Frontier a hard time or anything like that, so I asked um, about the iPad guy from Carriers, you know, the guy who sits down and fiddles with his iPad instead of working at the screen. Um, yeah, and the answer was, you just need something else to do. And unfortunately, <laughs> you can't sack him. Oh, that's a shame. There anyway, was, there so... There was also the... Um, the other thing about the emotes, um, uh, Napilius has just reminded me in chat that um, the both the clapping to turn the lights on and off and the waving at a ship, mm-hmm. um, they were parting gifts of someone leaving the project. Oh. And apparently that, that is to continue. So every time you get a... Somebody leaves, leaves the project, the project it's gonna, one of the emotes is going to mess with your ship. <laughs> oh, right. I'm waiting for give it gives your ship two fingers and it blows up. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not sure we've got the Peggy rating for that. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't I like want to... anyone else to leave the project now. I don't want my ship messed with. <laughs> I want to mess with other people's ships while you're moting at it. 
Oh, there is a surprise. Right. Which yeah. I did like for what they were saying with the you, the the functionality that they wanted to put in behind the pointer moat and the reasoning behind that and not just having it as a it's a pretty thing. It's actually we they need it in for functionality and and I thought that, yeah it's, it makes sense and it's just it's quite natural. I thought. Mm. I mean, one thing obviously it was nice to see is the amount of uh, F Dev devs who turned up and used up their spare time to just come down and visit us. I, I thought that was, uh, yeah. yeah. Can we have a round of applause for the FDEV guys? Because they didn't have to. And Particularly since they'd had a, um, like a summer party the day before. Had they? Yeah, on Friday. And, and, and they'd come down. So it basically, was, this weekend was a frontier party weekend for them. Oh, a frontier bender, yeah. really? Oh. <laughs> no one, no wonder Sally says that she was packing plenty of painkillers uh, around. Yeah, frontier bender here, but only between the hours of seven p.m. and eleven p.m. If people have been to the bar here; would know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It was eight, it started. Everything gets a little hazy after eight. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> Well, let's see. The in-game events, what has been happening in the game itself? Well, obviously, the big news this week has been the Thargoids tangling with Salvation in HIP 22460. Now, um, me, Ben, and Shan had a major crack at this on on Monday night. Uh, did we do all right, you reckon? We, we got a battle. We, we got one. We got a basilisk and an instance in Gothos, didn't yeah. we, if you remember? Yeah, that. well, the, the, there was that. Um, but I must admit, that's the first basilisk I've managed to take out, whether or not part of a team or solo. So. I, I was on repair and decontamination duty. No, you yeah. weren't. You were on, um, let's let's back away from Ben when he's in serious trouble while his hull is melting. I don't have bits of his ship. I'm missing I, my paint up. I think the technicality is that it... Uh, we're in the same week, Ben. Oh, um, yeah. I think the technicality is called um, just being a massive troll like Shan always <laughs> is, I think. Look, if you've got one skill set, it's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm just trolling. But, uh, stay <laughs> true to, just staying true to your character. <laughs> it was actually good fun, actually. I, I enjoyed the... It's a good job. I was carrying the decom limpets that time. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the, C, the CG, actually, and the... Uh, the interactions between the capital ships yeah. and the Thargoids and the players were really well done, actually. Yeah, it, I must... it made a stage, it made a conflict zone slightly different, which is what was needed, I think. Yeah, and, I mean, I have to just from a selfish perspective, I'm I'm delighted that Salvation's inept enough to require some more time. So we just get to keep on playing. Absolutely. Yeah, you are welcome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's what's been announced on Friday, is that um, this is going to continue for another two weeks because the witch hunt do their job very well. <laughs> did they, did they, have they said in, 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 in private, yeah, obviously public private, but have they said anything, is it going to be the same CG for the next two weeks so are they going to ramp it up or do we they haven't, they haven't said anything, anything like that at the moment have they I feel like um, we, we, I feel like we, we're just going to get very very similar ones maybe with ramped up rewards or, or mm. things like that and then whatever happens happens so what we're going to get like a silver well we've got the, we've sil got the silver one silver we're now skin, looking at diamond, skin, diamond and platinum yeah. platinum maybe which is just off silver but just <laughs> enough to notice the difference 
I haven't logged in this week for various reasons. How's do we have high yes. conflict yes. zones yet? Yes, well, we high, high conflict yeah. zones on mega ships that um, spawn two hydras in at the end. Yeah. yeah. Is are the alliance still attacking? Still giving us bounties, or has that been fixed? Do we know? Does it? I feel like it's we've been not been half playing fixed. for a few days. It, it's kind of been half fixed. The the alliance vessels still give you. Um, uh, basically give you bounties. And it's not even you don't have to shoot it. It shoots its missile, and the splash damage from the missile damages the, sh- the ship. And if you're unlucky to be close enough, you get a bounty. That's charming. Yeah. That's just another reason not to help the Alliance, really. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Um, can we just have a show of hands? It, people who are taking part in this, how many people are exclusively fixi- uh, defending the Federation ships? Uh, no one? Not, not even you, Sai. I, well, I know, I know you love your courgette. courgette. My courgette. Make fun of a courgette. <laughs> a federal courgette. I really like, really like a federal courgette. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't think we've done. Um, I, 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 I've been a little busy elsewhere, well, Ben, yeah. doing doing other um, elite related activities, but I, it's more. Um, I, I still enjoy killing Thargoids as well, so I'm, I'm an equal opportunities Thargoid killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> equal opportunities murderous. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you've seen any of my gameplay, you know I'm going to kill something. Is anybody defending the Imperial vessels? They're all too scared. They, they are. They are. Very scared. Well, can we just do, ask anyone doing anything? Anyone done any witch hunt stuff recently? Oh, couple. Yeah, there you go. That's more than the stuff for salvation. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, I mean, the upshot is it does seem that nobody's bothering to help defend the Alliance. Well, um, obviously, the because you don't get fined, everyone's kicking in and joining in with the feds. and, and mostly, Also just attacking you know, the players who are sort of trying to do anti-Xeno stuff. Well, yeah, there is that. But that's why the private groups are so popular at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine... <laughs> People going to a um, CG area for PvP. Why might that happen? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that, that is the only way you could side with the Thargoids, isn't it? To kill the players. Uh, yeah, I was, yeah. I, th- there's not. Um, I don't think the mechanics exist in game for it to be a yeah. to, for it to be something more than that. I wish they did, though. I really. Yeah, I, I would love if I could go off and you know sign up with the Thargoids and. Would you want it so, for example, you would hand in Thargoid artifacts to Salvation, to the, to the ships that are taking Guardian artifacts, and somehow that countermanded the... Some, some way of being able to... Like a, well, like a, direct, a, a direct counter-CG. I would, I would, would be really I'd, nice. I would love to you know, scoop up um, escape pods or something like that and then deposit them at the Thargoids. I'd ha- I would happily do that. Yes, Mr. Dawn. <laughs> Thargoids are friends too. You say monster, that's what we're doing to Shan later. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's interesting to thought. If that's, if that's the only way players can fight for the Thargoids, I'm not surprised it's going on a lot. If you see what someone coming from. Talk to the audience, Shan. I'm talking to the mic. Well, um, now this is this uh, Thargoid War is obviously going to go on for another two weeks. Uh, but for those of you who are not interested in Thargoid combat, 
and want other combat. Um, the <laughs> Federal Navy uh, has decided that this crime syndicate needs some um, kicking. So they're, they're going after the, uh, uh, the, uh, the crime syndicate. Um, I don't know how well this one's actually been up, uh, taken up by the, the player base. I think if everybody who's in for a bit of ship-to-ship uh, -ship combat are, are down in... Um, my thoughts on that was you'd think they'd be fully busy in HIP 22460 really exactly. rather than worry about chasing after this bunch of miscreants. Well, oh, maybe that's why um, you can tell we've not really paid any attention to the game since those, can't you? It's still at tier 0 of 5 <laughs> oh, um, with 1,058 contri um, contributors and it's been 2.04% completed according to this data that I have on my phone from Inara. Um, hmm. I am thinking, though, there may be real-life reasons, perhaps, at the moment, why that hasn't. I think it's really, really lovely of Frontier to go. Um, I tell you what, for those of you who aren't at LaveCon, here have three CGs. That's a really lovely thing. That means I can't participate in any of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah people just need to get out and play them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Fighting the Thargoids one is at Tier 7 of 9. Wow, that's not yeah. right. I, know, I know, right? And the um, Delivering Guardian Artifacts of Bright Sentinel, it's, but given the fact that this is the second week and there is natural fallout from people who just no longer wish to, um, to do it, that's at tier three or five. So there's still quite a lot of people doing stuff. From, from memory, because I, I, I didn't notice, have they changed... The value of the tiers from week to week, or have I they don't, I don't know. I don't know about the um, the guardian artifacts, um, but I know I know there was a very quick as soon as the fight the Thargoids um, CG was announced, um, it got filled very very quickly with people who had been hoarding mm. um, bounty um, or combat bonds against Thargoids, Cheeky and bonds. they had to. They had to increase it. Frontier had to increase it pretty quickly, which normally happens with Thargo oh. combat, actually. Yeah, normally with Th Thargo combat, everyone goes, oh, something really decent to get my teeth into. So, yeah. So, it's been a hectic week, especially if you like using guns. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I think we'll, we'll, um, we'll, we'll need a store alert. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not used to it. Are you sure, Grant? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try something. <laughs> oh no! It's, no, no, it's okay. It's not. It's not me. I'm not gonna go. Store alert! And then try to moan. Uh, I'm gonna go for. Chris, do you want to go and help Grant? Store alert! Here we go. Um, <laughs> incidentally, could we have a bit of a cheer for JN Tracks? Because basically, he's the guy. 
And what podcast is Jay and Tracks on again? Pardon? Where, where can you find Jay and Tracks again? Oh, he, he's in the hillbilly um, <laughs> redneck radio for over on the uh, other side of the Atlantic, otherwise known as Loose Screws. Um, now, that was obviously his wife singing, but, you know, he's... he's we don't ask him to do this. All of a sudden, no, you're right. just... We don't. Shan does. <laughs> I don't know. I just said, can we have, it would be great if we had a dubstep version. And can we have an operatic version? Because that's really cool. And they really amazing. First of all, listen to what I said. He did a great job. Secondly, did it. Yeah. Uh, you weren't expecting the blooming... Um, what was the other world alert that happened? The dubstep the one. The spoiler alert. Yeah, the Dan, oh, the oh, Shan, oh, spoiler God. alert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, um... <laughs> oh, dear. Grant's found the button. <laughs> right. Store well, alert? Yes, back at the store alert. We have um, three skins. The Azimuth paint jobs. They are available in Determined, Preservation, Reprieved, and Restoration, which is white, green, blue and red and you have them for the eagle you have them for the, uh, the crate phantom and you have them for the fur de lance um what's your initial impression of these ben i quite like that the one for the eagle that we're seeing nope no no um yeah I, i'd go, if i was going for one of them i'd go with the eagle nah i wouldn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you got a favourite there. No. Okay. Not, not even the... Not no, the, none of them are yellow. I mean, I'd get, probably get a yellow one for the memes, but not anything else. <laughs> what are you, Shan? I like the eagle. In fact, I, the only one I'm not a great fan of is the so-called Pikachu one on the crate. Um, but I'm just interested, what, is it because the fact that it was the colour you didn't like on the eagle, Sire? Is the fact it's on an eagle? Or uh, it's the Azimuth it? logo, that's a bit, that's oh, really, really <laughs> puts me off. Yeah, that would be a bit of a giveaway, Jan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have put a request for one of those uh, stop sign things to go in, but uh, we'll have to... So you see you'd want like a, a red bar, like a no, like a, in, yeah, not allowed yeah. thing on it. But that's, for an effort, they're, they're pretty good, actually. I quite like these ones. Hmm. Would, would the... Would, Dr. Toxic, uh, any of these? Take the fancy. I, I'd go with the adder of all of them. I think I like the blue and the black. The adder. <laughs> not an adder there. Never mind. Right. Um, on top of that, we actually got some new suits, uh, which basically look like the kind of thing that I used to wear in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you 90s? were a goth in the yeah, 90s. Pretty much anything tie-dye I used to wear. and Yeah, that looks pretty much me. Um, we need photos, Colin. Uh, they're on Facebook if you can dig through them. You sure? You, I thought you, I could swan I saw stuff that made you look more like a goth. An You're email, allowed to go through in, different phases. In, oh, we have an email, one whole Colin. thing from yeah. the 90s. So this oh. is a long time ago. That, that right. might be the mistake I made then, Si. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, they're yeah. Actually, I mean, they're not personally my style. What I can appreciate is the detail that's actually on the suits. If you see what I mean. The it looks like a windbreaker, really, doesn't it? It looks like you're going hiking across the moors. Yeah. I really like them. Well, Particularly the yellow one. It's not a yellow one, Shan. They look like cheap military suits. I, I quite like them, actually. I wouldn't spend any arcs on them, but... <laughs> I like them, but I won't spend any money on them. <laughs> well, I don't spend arcs <laughs> on stuff, but 
to, uh, I can appreciate the amount of work that went in them, shall we say. Right. Well, um, on that bombshell, I think we're going to take a small break with some adverts. Are you suffering from battle crabs? Oh. We advise White I Star Cream. Absolutely. Get rid of a battle crab after three shots. I really hate that one. <laughs> do you suffer from problems with incontinence? If you do, then our pee pads are for you! Yes, Commander, your very own pee pad while you're out there exploring in the universe. Then you can go whenever you feel the need. No need for a toilet pesking back there and then having to wonder how do they deal with the poop? No, you just go in the pad and discard it at your local station. Let them worry about the physics of disposing of sewage in space. That's not your problem problem commander <sighs> right well um we've got a bit of a main discussion for this one obviously um i've not been here for lavecon this is this is it for me um but going around the the rest of the crew i'd like to know what uh, what you've thought of lavecon this year um obviously new location um different layout what's been your highlight ben uh, I'm just trying to possibly... If you've got one, Sai, that's jumping immediately to you. Um, okay. One that you can remember without involving alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> well, every, as I say, everything past 8 o'clock gets a little hazy. Um, I, I thought... I thought the quiz was really, really fun. Really fun yesterday. I really... Um, I really think that the, the content creators panel um, yesterday, like the one of the early things yesterday, I really enjoyed that as well. But mostly it's just been getting around and meeting everybody. Mm. This is my first LaveCon, and oh, clearly, um, and it's it's been really cool to get to meet some meet some new folks and see a lot of people face to face that I've not I've not met before, like Ben and um, well, all of us. No, I met I, the, the, oh, the elite yeah. meet. Oh, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was just me, wasn't it? <laughs> but yeah, it was, it, it's been really nice to um, just meet some people and make some memories. And that sounds really lame and saccharine, but um, also get real hammered. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's sad, but you're sort of meeting um, Tokoso and just completely fangirling over how how awesome Tokoso is in real life, and how nice a guy he is in real life, as well as everywhere else. You know, I think that, that I don't want that to be my, I don't want that to be my highlight, but it really kind of has been. Because uh, he's, yeah, Tom, Tom is so lovely and so generous with everything he does. Um, Can we just get a really, really quick show of hands? Who here is, it's your first LifeCon? Oh, wow. wow. That's a lot wow. of you. Thank you all very much for coming, and why? <laughs> That's why there's so many new faces this year. Yeah. Yeah. That is, it's, it's lovely seeing so many, so many old gits like, you know... Um, you. Oh, I was going to say, uh, like... I was going to say, like, uh, shouty, but yes. Um, but it's lovely seeing so many new people as well. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, all right, sorry, I'm just... Is it, you know, for, for everyone in the audience then, is it mostly because it's like, we've been locked up for the past three years, and oh my god, I can finally escape and meet my, my fellow geeks and Elite Dangerous fans, or... Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's lovely just catching up with everyone and seeing... Just sitting, up, sitting outside, talking and having a beer. 
It's 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 lovely. Okay, Sean. Yeah, I was just echoing what Simon Ben said. For me, one of the highlights has been catching up with people for, who haven't seen physically for, for three years. But the, my probably my takeaway, or one of my main takeaways, is just how hard people have been working behind the scenes in quite unpleasant weather, to be fair. And it's really appreciated how much hard work they will put in to set everything up and get everything working and, and keep it running. Because one of the differences between this venue and Sedgebrook is that Sedgebrook, a lot of it's behind the curtains. You don't necessarily see walking around how much effort people are making because it's side rooms and whatnot. Mm. Whereas here, there are no side rooms. So you, you really see how hard people work to make this an enjoyable convention. And, and for me, that's one of my memories of this LaveCon, really, is just how much I personally, I'm sure others, appreciate all the work other people put in to, to make this a success. So big round of you. applause for those people, please. Yes. Yeah. Apart from Simon. Uh, yeah, apart from Moof, he doesn't get it. <laughs> um, well, Dr. Toxic, you've been here for the last two days. Was, you had any highlights? I think, for me, my highlights has been meeting all of the elite community again, um, meeting all of the new people that have come. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see all the um, regular faces that have been to however many Lavecons I've been to now. Three, four, three, five, three. Three? three. You, you three. can't remember now? No. <laughs> well, at least I can't remember a lot it. of things. Yeah. Um, to see the amount of work that people keep doing on RetroKit. So, yeah, the Retro Arcade, I've spent a lot of time in there this year. It's been wonderful to just enjoy where we've come from in terms of computing. Everyone's complaining about not having fast enough machines these days, and way back then you only had a Z80 and a few kilobytes of memory. Yeah, I mean, fair play to Stephen Usher for bringing all that stuff in. It's, it's a pretty... Uh, extensive collection there. Oh, uh, I mean, you, have you seen D Dave's arcade machine, his, ca his cabinets? You see, this is the problem because I only arrived this uh, sort of a few hours ago. I haven't had a chance to basically take it all in. I've just been basically, right, okay, I've, I've said hello to them, 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 and I still haven't gone around everybody yet. No. So, uh, anyone who have blanks, by the way, well, not blanks, but <laughs> who have like waved hi to while I'm running somewhere, I'm not deliberately ignoring you. I'm like, I'm not sort of like, I'm just, I'm trying to do other things and I've got things, and, but I'm not wanting to be rude either. Yeah, um, credit also to the Artemis guys as well. Yeah, thank right? you, mm -hmm. Stu. Because I mean, I helped Ben set it up and for us, it's just plugging cables in, but behind the effort, you have to make sure the software's up to date, all the PCs talk to each other and all that effort that goes on for the activities people do. Yeah, it's... Really cool. Yeah, yet again, I, I always want to try and play Artemis, but I never get around to doing it. So, again, I missed this year. So, maybe fingers crossed. <laughs> you can crossed play with yourself, year. Colin. No? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> You'll go blind. We'll make you a team for next year. Your own <laughs> personal team. My, oh, yeah. Can you imagine we'll trying you to be in charge chair. of this lot? Dad's not going to be on it. He's going to get us killed. I'm excellent at bridge crew, actually. Um, yes, we all know how you, you hog the one seat that everybody wants to have, yeah. Well, it's because you're useless at it. I, just have <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't had the opportunity wow. to find out whether I'm useless at it. Yeah, but I say fire phases and you turn the lights on. <laughs> Next time I'm going to make sure that he's, he loses power when he needs it. <laughs> right. Um, so, moving on from, uh, from there. Uh, right, now, this is obviously 400. 
400th episode. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. How? So, how? I know. How is this still going? The horse is well and truly dead here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that horse has been flogged a lot at this point. This poor, poor horse. Uh, okay, I, I'm going to regret asking this, but how many in the audience have listened to every one? How are you still alive? Didn't, <laughs> didn't we get an email recently from somebody who sat and played the, every episode back to back and listened to them from the beginning? Yeah, we've had a couple of, I've had a few people on Discord saying to me, yeah, I've just started listening to your show. I've gone back and started listening now from episode one. It's been so nice catching up in the past seven years of history over the past three months. Seven years. Well, it, well, what people do is they have a commute, an hour there, an hour yeah. back, which hour commute. They put an episode on while they while they drive. So I'm just wondering how how's their no claims bonus? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. just to go back to Psychit, this is the crew that spends two hours a, a week talking about nothing ideas. <laughs> I'd go with nothing. Yeah, and nothing overly coming from the devs most of the time. But, but we, and we shouldn't do ourselves down, though, to be fair. I mean, how many other podcasts from games have reached episode 400 and above that people's remember? Well, the only one that I can think of was Priority One, uh, which was basically about Star Trek, and they stopped at 400. And we know that the guard frequency have gone past 400, even though we started before them. Uh, but mm-hmm. then when, you, well, yeah, when we count up all the other episodes we've done as well, we've got more than... They have, not gloating at all. It's uh, not but, a competition column. No, it's not a competition. Think about the quality, not the quantity, Ben. Fine. <laughs> the guard frequency of beating us again, then. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think it's more remarkable of how we've managed to hit episode 200 and 400 to coincide with Lavecon. Yeah, it's funny. An amazing bit of... Uh, mm, <laughs> how shall yeah. I put it? Stroudian mathematics in order to get that in. Switching of, of space-time continuums and things, but yeah, yeah, you can you can have episode three hundred and one A B C. That works. <laughs> we, we, I, I overheard Shan talking about it yesterday. He was um, working this all out and planning and cancelling shows just to make sure if that four hundred lands on yeah. Lavecon. It's because we, we were speaking after the show on Tuesday, and Colin went away and found out the episode number that we joined or people joined. Yes. Um, that that was frightening, because Ben was thirty six, I was thirty seven, and Cham was one hundred and seventy six, uh, and I didn't look into psychics because I know it's only been about a year and a bit. Three hundred something. Yep. Three hundred and thirty something. I would have thought maybe a little later, little later than that. Yeah. So not that many. Enough, but not that many. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to send her Enough insane. Think, why are you doing this? So in terms of... Um, Actually, oh, sorry, sorry. I was just going to say, and thank you, Sai, for coming along and whipping us into shape properly. <laughs> well, I mean, you like being whipped into shape, don't you, Ben? Oh, well, only, only on a Tuesday night. <laughs> a bit along with your scratching. <laughs> so, I mean, originally, I mean, uh, Ben, do you have any episode which really just sticks in your mind? <laughs> uh. All, all the LaveCon ones always sort of jump out at me. Um, I'm not going to steal Shan's thunder, though I, I will agree with him. Um, okay, I will steal Shan's thunder. No, I won't. Um, 
Well, hurry up about it, though. <laughs> the, the ones I've, I've always written sort of like the ones where you are talking physical events. Uh, so after EGX, talking about that. After Frontier Expo, I mean, the, we've we've talked about it time and time again, so I'm not going to go into it. But you know, like the the Frontier Expo event was great. We did a live show, then, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, we had the live show, and that was it, yeah. that was crazy awesome. Having a live show underneath the wing of uh, was it a Spitfire Colin or can you? Uh, I can't remember what it was now. I wasn't there for that. Under, under the wing of a beautiful... The Frexpo. The, the Frexpo. Yeah, no, not no, Frexpo. The launch event. Event. He's on about. The, 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 the launch event. The launch party. If it's that hall in Duxford, it would have been under a Lancaster or a Vulcan? No, it was, it was a fighter plane that we were under. A small fighter. Uh, but it was brilliant just like underneath that and having a show under there was sort of, like amazing. Um... I mean, that is quite a long time. That's seven I years ago now. Yeah, I've slept since then. I'm getting old. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, Carl, Ben, but I always felt like the Spitfire and the Cobra Mark III kind of go together in mm. a way. I don't know if it's because they're British or something, but I always just kind of felt as though the Cobra Mark III was, if you like, the spiritual successor to it um, because of the original game. Sorry. Well, maybe it's because maybe maybe it was mostly a player ship i suppose but um i i didn't think it was that at all but yeah um psychic and of your last 70 or so <laughs> anything jump out at you yeah absolutely absolutely wonders the one where i completely lost my mind and mid mid conversation <laughs> and mid mid question answer found out that i, had, I got twitch partner yeah I that, that one that one i'm really glad that my reaction was recorded somewhere to finding that and um it, it's it's uh, um I, i'm so glad that i could share it with you guys and it was really really early on mm. um but it was nice to be able to just sit there and be able to share it with people there's several eardrums that went pop yeah was, oh my god <laughs> yeah that, that was one quick turn the volume down before yeah. my eardrums go i'm so it sorry it was so cool um shan anything out of your back catalogue yeah, that we want to bring up probably if you ask me the you know a quick fire question the one I remember most was, well, it was called Mirror something or other. It was where we did a complete fictional Lavecon mm. based on what we wanted to have happened. I hated to, that one. Um, I, I absolutely I despised that one. It was just an opportunity to completely turn everything on its head and just make stuff up even more than we do normally. I really like that because it was something very different to what we normally try and do. Because believe it or not, we do try and be accurate on this show if we can help it. Um, so it's that one. That one springs to mind. Um, I like that one. The, the other ones I remember are the ones I listened to before I joined. Because I used to, used to listen to Lave Radio um, avidly, really, when I, was, when I was before I joined. So there was the whole sequence of um, the Salome event and stuff like that. That was interesting. And oh, no. I, I don't know if other people do it, but the way I felt about that particular episode is, you know when you're watching the TV and you feel like throwing something at the TV? <laughs> I was sat there listening to that live radio episode wanting to throw stuff at the, at the people for not saying and doing what I would have wanted on that show. So, yeah, that was, that was, that was memorable. I, so the Mirror one, I think, <laughs> is my favourite Yeah. Um... Let's see. I think my favorite one was the one that we did at the Frontier Expo, the, the one where... Uh, the after-party one. No, not, the, the, not that one. The, this, this was the, the one we were down in London. 
Well, we just invited everybody on to join us. Yeah, exactly. We, we had Fozzo uh, was still with us at the time. Uh, we had the Pixel Bandits on. Radio Sidewinder turned up as well. Uh, I mean, and it was nice, basically, uh, to have so many of them all, oh, so many of us, all together just basically shooting the breeze uh, and, and discussing, well, what was coming, which at the time it was announced was squadrons and... Um, oh, beyond. We can, what? It was beyond that had been announced, and uh, but I think everybody had got really excited about squadrons and uh, it was fleet carriers. And the Crate Mark II. Oh, yeah, everybody yeah. loves Which the Crate Mark II. Which is obviously everyone's favourite ship, including Arfs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other ship yeah. they introduced? Because they did introduce two, didn't they? Was it the Crate Mark II and the Crate Phantom? Well, no, those two came out at it the same the time. It was the Type 10. The Type 10. When was the FDL? No, that, that was... That was, was FDL was 1.5. Was it yeah. the Chieftain? Or oh, 1.4, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, they did mention that the Chieftain and, and it its variants were yeah, coming yeah, along. The Chieftain together. and the... Um, yeah. Yeah, the Chieftain and the FDL came out together. Yeah. And then the Crate <laughs> came out after. Yeah, the Crate Mark II, that threw a curveball for the poor Spider-Man games guys, did not it? <laughs> mm. yeah. But it did make Snuffler very happy. Yes, it would do. Yeah, and I mean, I'm still flying my crate Mark too, so, you know, it's a, certainly been one of the most successful ships they've put in. Aye. That was a ton of speculation then, because they showed pictures of the Guardian weapons, didn't they, for the first time? It was, um, yeah, and uh, I, I, Guardian weapons don't do your Thargoid hunting without them. It's, and they were, uh, I'm just trying to think, I mean, the fleet carriers, because everyone thought initially they were going to be squadron only. Yeah. Because they, were, they thought about squadrons, and then they thought about fleet carriers. Mm. Yeah, 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 but let's just say it didn't turn out how we'd hoped. But you know, it's it. We're glad they're in there. Um, the one thing that I was actually glad to see about was actually something which I think everybody's kind of glossed over since then. Um, before Beyond came out, if you went deep space exploring, yeah, you got bored so quick because there was the beige plague. And that, and just the fact that they fixed the beige plague and they put in the the, the fantastic F. I've got to be careful here. The FSS scanner. Oh damn! Yeah, uh, because basically that for me really opened up exploration for me because at, at that point, oh god, having to do the five thousand light years just to unlock Palin. Oh god, that was that was a grind. When you talk about things about things to help boredom and expo. I thought you were going to talk about Galnet Audio, because that was announced as well, wasn't it, I think? Oh, yeah, the, the adding in of the, the voice stuff on oh, the We Garnet don't need Garnet Audio, we've got Garnet News Digest. I know, but yeah, exactly, but that was something they mentioned, wasn't it? Yeah. Galnet Audio was something there they mentioned. Yeah, but as we've as Ben quite right points out, it, it doesn't come anywhere near as good as Galnet News Digest, does it? <laughs> Yeah, we're not buttering them up or anything like that. No, no, we're not. No. They're, they're well good. I really like them. Thanks. <laughs> 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 um, right, Dr. Toxic, have you got a <laughs> an episode which sticks out in your mind? Bearing in mind you just admitted to us you've got trouble remembering things. Any, any episode that uh, involves a lot of speculation, actually. Um, you guys have got a hell of an imagination, and it's fun to see where you throw it. <laughs> well, that's an alternative way of looking at I'm it. I'm just wondering, as an exercise, I'll try and do it my own memory, but whether we should see how many times we're actually right in our speculation. 
That could be interesting. That's assuming I remember what the hell I speculated about last week. Uh, Do you want I to go through everything. 400 episodes to work out whether or not you're right or not? I volunteer, well, I, can, I, I can quite easily say we've been right five times in 400 episodes in our <laughs> speculation. But no, it's just interesting because we, we, we speculate, we talk, you know, we, we take a, a sliver of news and expand it out into an entire show through speculation. And I just wonder how many times we're actually right about it. Um, or you mean how many times they've listened to us and thought that's no, a good no, idea? No, 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 no. No, they don't. Nah. I don't think. I don't think they no, listen to us. No, that does not happen. I don't think they listen to us and think, "Oh, that's a good idea. We'll, we'll put that in." No, I don't think that happens at all. Um, <laughs> I think they. You know, but like how you have on Tomorrow's World from the 1980s, where they say, "This is your mobile phone," and like this, or "This is going to be the next big thing." I'm just wondering, out of interest, how many times we've been right. You know what? I don't think we've been right all that much. That's what I said five times. I, <laughs> I mean, serious question actually for for you guys, and I guess especially more for Shannon Sai. But it's I. Do you guys find it a truism that the more you create content for something, the less you actually have a chance to listen to that something or or play the something for pure enjoyment? Well, I, I, at the moment, I, I'm still enjoying playing Elite, despite what, what despite about listening this. to? Because obviously, you know, you and I both got into lay radio because we were listening to Fozzer and Allen and Stabler and Jarvis doing their thing, and then we were like, "Can I come? Can I, can I come and play with you as well?" And we were blessed, and they said yes. But, but yeah, that's mostly thanks to Retrolay because yes. <laughs> the old games. Um, I mean, this was before the even game was released. Oh, well, was, but sort of, you know, since joining, I don't have the time really to listen to listen back to ourselves every week, which I feel I should do. Um, I do, and yeah, yeah, I listen back to us every week and think I have. We could, we should do better. I, I never listen to a show I'm on. It's just kind of just cringe, makes me cringe and hide. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't do it. Um, but in answer to your question, Ben. I'm not sure because in some ways creating the content is as much, if not more fun, than actually doing oh, the God, content. Oh, God, yeah. I love, I love doing all this. I, I play a lot of Elite Dangerous, Ben. Mm. But, <laughs> I mean, do you go back and listen to Flight Assist yes. after, you listen, after you finished editing yes. it? Yeah, when I, when, I, like, when I go through and, um, and edit it, I will normally listen to it um, no, but I mean, maybe when a bit you're, quicker speed. Yeah. I guess I'm meaning sort of when you listen to... So when I, I listen to my other podcasts when I'm out and about and things like that well, funny and I don't have that. lay radio in that list of stuff I want to r- listen to again funny you should say that now at the moment every Monday night around the time which Lave would normally start but on a Monday night um, we've, we've started doing um, like flight assist recaps so mm-hmm. we're playing our old episodes like over and over again and it's been really really it's been really really cathartic to go back and listen to these um, these episodes and have like live chat um, running during those times as well because it's I think it's really interesting to go back and listen to the the stuff that you create because you can always find ways to tweak it or make it a little bit better or how, however you feel it might be a yeah. bit better I, it, it's all it's something that that you shouldn't shy away from as someone who creates content around something going back and listening to or watching what you've created so that you can learn from 
learn from your mistakes a little bit in some way hmm. and you're you you are easily your own worst critic yeah so yeah. it's no, I, I know exactly what you mean I know I don't switch the mic off I, I breathe too hard I'm really sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> um, I say the word obviously a bit too much obviously and, yeah and uh, yes I still haven't learned those lessons I know I've got to but those but, things are what makes you you Colin to be fair if you suddenly change them we'd want to want know where the imposter came from so. Yeah, look, if I can get replaced by a blooming uh, Xeno bunny, I don't think anybody matters. Oh, talking about that, I was oh, more no. public health information. Um, apparently, Colin, you will be, you'll be delighted to know that alpacas can withstand <laughs> What is this about you and alpacas? You are more obsessed about Zeno alpacas. I, than... I literally, I watched four people in the audience just go, oh, oh. no. <laughs> Do, do we need to send Shan to Alpacas Anonymous? <laughs> no, I, I was thinking about it, because we talked about Alpacas a lot, and I thought, well, they have lots of fur and wool, and what, surely they must get hotter than bunnies. But Xeno bunnies are particularly at risk, so make sure, while you're here, the Xeno bunny as well looks hotter. Yeah. This is the expression of, obviously, a, a, a substitute geography teacher who's been sent to teach the bottom class, so, you know... <laughs> Ah, right. Just think how many alpaca lives that information has saved. I've, I've, Somewhere I've, between none and one. Ah, right. I, th I think we shall move on before before we get any other llama-related news. Uh, <laughs> let's talk some community. Um, now, in the community corner, we've got a few things happening, actually. Um, running from the 18th of July to the 24th, the hunt for the, oh my goodness, the polyphemus. Is that right? That oh, no, I'm, I'm not going to correct you. You're in, not going to correct me. Okay, I've got, I've got to, <laughs> we've got to think it's right. Um, it's, uh, it's an event for everyone. Uh, they need, uh, all they need is the means to build the regulation DBS, so that's Diamondback Scout, to find an instance with a lone cyclops and record their, their fight and be able to make a post to it to YouTube and Twitch. So basically, this is an anti-Xeno event. It's available to everybody in PC. And effectively, they've got credit rewards ready for the top three pilots on both console and PC, with even more credits for the overall winner so that they could win enough to purchase a fleet carrier. So I will admit I'm not exactly Mr. Anti-Xeno, but is this not more of a anti-human event, getting people to go up against a Cyclops in a in a Diamondback Scout? No, it's easily doable. It's doable, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I think it would be true if they, if they were up against with an adder. I mean, that's. Do you remember that guy who killed a Hydra with an adder? Yeah, I do remember that guy with a Hydra. So don't be rude to adders, please. <laughs> oh, no, I'll be as, still as rude to adders as much as I possibly can. <laughs> uh, well, sign-up has already begun, and uh, entrants need to join the new Pilots Initiative Discord if anybody would like to um, to prove their, their metal in a Diamondback Explorer. Um, next up, up, we have the Gala at Inverness. Now, this this is a, a location at um, Thrykilu, PS-U-E2-4. 
Um, any commander par, uh, participating at the Eldritch Gate Exhibition or explorers who are passing by, the event will take place in open to facilitate uh, in open play to facilitate insisting. All commanders are responsible for themselves, and if they get themselves a bit too tipsy with a Lavian brandy, um, well, the selection's at the bar. Do we know how far away that is from the bubble? I have no clue. So basically. Um, Explorers and various personalities from elite dangerous community and squadrons will meet at the DSSA Inverness to celebrate at the start of the Eldic Great Expedition. Uh, multiple carriers will be giving rides to the event two, three days in advance. And after the events, the same carriers will give a ride back to the bubble. So, um, yeah, this is basically, this is basically just turn up at the Inverness and say, hello, we're here. Let's have a beer. It's like coach trip, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But of course, the big one. And I'm not going to be here for this one. Is the next Buckyball? Yes. Now that's between the 23rd of July and the 31st of July. Um, chicken Run Two Crash Harder. It is uh, Nogri Station at LTT two one five one. Anyone is allowed to do it. New and experienced uh, members alike. Odyssey is not required. Uh, and it's the sixth event in the Buckyball uh, Racing Club's Magic 8-Ball Championship. And it's a test of nerve transporting very delicate targo- cargo to planets with progressively higher gravity. So bring your rebuy wallet. Oh. So, is that so you're taking part in Oh, time? man. I need to get some credits for Corvette rebuys. The Epiphus No has to go. <laughs> this sounds like fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Well, actually, I don't know whether the regulation Cobra will be able to handle it. Obviously, I'm assuming that they've play-tested it to find out that they can. I would have thought a smaller, lighter ship would have been easier to Yeah, it's only got D-rate thrusters, though. You have to have it. You can't engineer it. Nope. No. Not not the regulation. Yeah. So... That's a really good... That was why... That was when we were trying to answer the question, why did you put A-rated thrusters on it? And that's why, because you need A-rated thrusters specifically for the chicken run. Oh. I thought... That's why we. That, that's why it was added. There's a couple of things that are, we- that are weird on that ship. Huh. And they were with future-proofing in mind, because Buckyballers know what they're doing. I've got to check... No, we don't. Ish. <laughs> I, I, I I've got to check that ship, because... I've been using D-rated thrusters all this time, which would explain, <laughs> which would explain my low rankings. Oh, you're I don't using think that it as would, Colin, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it, we'll put a link to the rules and stuff in the, in the show notes, will we? Yeah, yeah I, yes. I, I, I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. a good creature. Have ever. Yeah. And I did not, I did not, you promise, I did not tell you you had to use D-rated thrusters on that. No, I'm going to have to. Don't blame me for that. I'm going to have to double check this now. Utterly embarrassed. Right. Uh, <laughs> a mostly clueless section. Has anybody got any, any hints that you can give people? I was going to ask people what LaveCon hints have they got. Well, how to survive LaveCon in this heat? Well, survive LaveCon full stop. I just wondering what I've, I've problem. These water bottles at Frontier were given out. Just fill up with water from the taps. Not the, not the taps, taps, but the... The machine that's in the break room, and just hold that. I've just been ha- holding that against me, and it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> I don't start drinking it; just have it and just have it up against my veins, and it's cool. I've got done. a supplementary question: that have you rinsed it out before using it, or did you just fill it with water? 
Um, it was rinsed out with 54% whiskey, I think, first. Rum. rum, sorry, rum. That'll do. So that was a sanitizer then? Yeah, it was sanitized with rum. Same alcohol content as a hand sanitizer, really. <laughs> but tasted a damn sight better. <laughs> Not that I would know. How do you know? I, I, I wouldn't know that. Um... You appear to be outing yourself a little bit, <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. Attention, China, we've got someone digging his way through. <laughs> what would your live con tip then, Colin? Uh, turn up for the whole weekend. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Jen, come on, you've been to a few of these. So. Oh, well, yeah, I mean... Um, well, the problem is, is most of the time I'm, I'm at a live con, I'm normally in the games room running miniatures games, but... Um, this is the first time I've been able to to walk around and say hello to everybody. Um, so that's because you weren't here for all of LaveCon this year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I, when I don't... you were when you first said about I can come down on Sunday. You're like, I'll come down on Sunday. I'll run a few miniature games. Then I'll do Lave, Lave Radio. I was like, Colin, for God's sake, you're only here for about five hours. Why are you spending your time locked in the miniatures room when you actually want to sit up and talk to everyone? <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's known as biting off more than you can chew. Mm. And, uh, Never heard of it, don't think it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the, the main problem that, well, I'm late here because I'm the railways are on fire. So, yeah. Well, it's been wonderful to see you for the time <laughs> that you have been here, Colin. Thank you for coming and joining us and, and doing the main hosty thing. Oh, thank you. Anyway, um, quickly move on. <laughs> um, right. Well, does anybody have any questions they've got? Because we've, run, we've basically almost run out. I've got a, um, I've got a survival tip for Lave. Okay. Drink in moderation. <laughs> <laughs> is this water or beer? This is, this is learning from experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe intersperse the beer with water. Uh, in a, at occasions, it might make you feel a bit better in the morning. <laughs> Go to sleep at a good hour, have a good night's sleep. Uh, right, okay, so I'm not outing anyone in particular here, but I've noticed we're all three years older than we were at the last one. Yes. And it's like, last, like 2019, it was like, ah, it's two in the morning, this is fine. Yeah, three, that, whatever. This time it's like, oh, it's half past nine. The kids have gone to bed. Can I go to bed now? <laughs> Right. Okay, well, I, I think we're going to start rounding things out. I mean, we'll have to, a little bit of um, shout-outs, as per usual. Uh, we have the Dex Legacy, uh, interlude number five, Lessons in Lying. That'll premiere on Live Radio in two weeks' time, at eight o'clock, because there is no show this Tuesday. This is it. Um, the next episode will prom, uh, premiere on Live Radio on the 26th of July, and more information will be available at The Dex Legacy. Go to thedexlegacy.com. Um, of course, our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio. I think we should record that and put that in every, every time. We need a mug song. There is one. You can't ask Jay Antrax for a mug song. I wasn't asking Jay Antrax. There is a mug song. There, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. It's yeah. done by DJ Dan. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there is a mug song. I think we need to hear that. Oh, dear. Not just now. Can, can someone please um, dispel him from the Hutton Orbital Truckers there? Because that, that's... I've never been in the Hutton Orbital. I've never been in the Hutton Truckers. 
I was given the special bo- squidgy ball of forgiveness by Fantian because I've never been to Hutton Hall. I'm just half expecting someone to say he's behind you. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, so Hudden Orbital Radio. They are broke. Again. Uh, every Thursday at 8.30, um, you can tune in at twitch.tv Hutton Orbital Truckers or just go to radio.forthemug.com. Yeah, good idea. Now, something you, you know about Psychic? Hi. Jen? No? Okay, right, moving on. Why are you insinuating, Colin? <laughs> <laughs> well, the discerning commander who likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash elite dangerous CQC. Um, we do know from Sally that the in that the issue that the they're uh, that's plaguing CQC at the moment is being looked at. So fingers crossed that the August update will have something um, uh, to remedy that. And um, we'll give shout-outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts that, uh, that are about. Um, Allograb AM. The Canon podcast. Do we have any Canon people? Uh, is LCU or... No. Yeah, well, we're still letting you know. <laughs> uh, there's Elite Cast, the Fatherhood podcast, uh, Flight Assist, of course. <laughs> there's the Guard Frequency, Loose Screws, and of course, squeaking fuel, which I've got to check up with to see whether they're still doing it. Um, now, following this, we have the latest Galnet News Digest, as provided by Commander Wotherspoon and Commander Ooh. Beetlejude. Yeah. Uh, and of course, um, we'd like to thank everybody who's chipped in on the chat. There's been people talking. I've been watching it. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also, um, uh, everybody here at LaveCon. So we've also got to say, oh, hang on. Can I just give a special thanks to Norm for sitting up in Glasgow all weekend long and monitoring everything for us? Absolutely. Yeah, I was also going to add to this an AOB is that we've had 400 episodes of this show, but none of them would be possible without the technical people and whole team of people behind the scenes yeah, setting so. things up so we can spend two hours talking about nothing. Chris, would you like to say hello to anybody? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the Chris Mark for over there. Yeah. We have Potnik Santiago who is, is still in... He's Jack- still back home, obviously. Yeah, he's yeah. still in <laughs> foreign parts. <laughs> We've got Commander Ventura who's up in Glasgow at the moment. Um, all Without your guy's support, we wouldn't be able to, to really do this show as easily as it, it, as it we do. It wouldn't be as smooth and professional as it is, would it? it wouldn't, yeah, you make us actually look vaguely professional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course... So much you can polish a turn. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we got to thank, um, basically, Grant and Psykit and uh, Grant and Moof and everybody else. <laughs> You're who, welcome. Yeah, <laughs> for, for basically putting all this together. Uh, and of course, there's Karen and Alan who have organised the whole thing. Um, I would have to give a shout out to obviously Chris Stabler, John Stabler, uh, Chris, Chris Forrester, and uh, Chris Jarvis, who, without Alan Stroud's help as well, uh, we wouldn't even have this show. So, um, some might think that's a good thing. <laughs> okay, we'll be at that in mind for that. that. Um, so, that's it for this 
LaveCon episode of Lave Radio. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email info at laveradio.com. If you'd like to punch Shan, please form a queue at the side there. Um, you can also hit us up at <laughs> facebook.com slash laveradio. Tweet us at laveradio.com. And you can t- join our Discord server by going to discord.io slash laveradio. Um, I think we all know about the TeamSpeak server, <laughs> which uh, we are shared with the Hutton Orbital uh, truckers. Now, Lave Radio is normally recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So, thanks to um, Dr. Toxic, thanks to <laughs> Commander Adler Weiss, uh, <laughs> thanks to Commander Shan, thanks to Commander Psychit, uh, and special thanks goes to today's tech specialist, Commander Psycho Cow. So until next time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Galnet News Digest, 17th of July, 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, we contemplate the past 10 years, the Thargoids, and whether you can safely freeze a community manager. It's almost 10 years since the decision was made to open up the galaxy to a new generation of pilots. Things had been pretty quiet since Commander John Jameson finally dealt with the Thargoid threat 150 years ago. But something, some sort of premonition, led the authorities to believe that things were about to get interesting again. 
After two years of preparation, the galaxy was reopened to pilots in 3300, at the same time as the release by the Sirius Corporation of the apparently miraculous frameshift drive, which offered near-instant, faster-than-light travel, initially with a maximum range of about 40 light-years, but more recently with engineering and neutron boost technology, single jumps of over 300 light-years have become possible. Whoever it was that realised something bad was about to happen was absolutely right. Less than 18 months later, the first unknown artefacts, what we now know as Thargoid sensors, were found. And at the start of 3302, we found the first barnacles. The Thargoids had returned. And although we didn't realise it fully, and by the time we saw firm evidence in the second half of 3303, Caleb Wycherley and Azimuth Biochemicals had already conducted experiments on a captured Thargoid scout. The Thargoids advanced on the bubble, blowing up starports as they went, until humanity seemed to be on the point of having to abandon the bubble and escape. And then, quite suddenly and without explanation, the Thargoids vanished back to the Pleiades. No one seems to know quite why. Some believe that the Thargoids knew instinctively that the galaxy wasn't quite ready for them yet. And they've been waiting quietly in the wings, biding their time. <laughs> Brewer Corporation released fleet carriers. We learned to get out of our spaceships and walk on planetary surfaces. We got, and this is the biggest thing of all, we got a second surface vehicle. In addition to the trusty old scarab, the Dung Beetle SRV, we got the Scorpion, and this has seats for two, and you can really ride shotgun in it. We have learned to point the Dysonator 2000 at unsuspecting biological specimens, and we have learned to infiltrate settlements. That's the word. We haven't learned yet how to land on Earth-like planets, but that can only be a matter of time. The time for a proper showdown with the Thargoids seems very nearly to have arrived. Ten years have passed, or will have, by the end of the year. With Salvation poking his pointy stick into their nest, the Thargoids may well be on the point of showing us what they're capable of. Some believe Salvation. When he claims that he'll end the conflict once and for all with his Proteus Wave weapon, he claims that he can remove the Thargoid threat. If Salvation really believes that, if Salvation believes that in a couple of weeks the Thargoids will all be gone, then tell me this. Why is he handing out anti-Xenogeist weapons as a reward for the current CG? <laughs> the Thargoids are here to stay, and a whole new level of conflict is about to open up. Well then, who was the idiot that introduced the faction state called Outbreak to the Galaxy? A document titled Background Simulation Update, dating from 1st of March 3305, that's 2019, for the Imperials amongst you, reveal that three years ago someone wasn't wearing a lab coat in the Pilots' Federation, someone wearing a lab coat in the Pilots' Federation felt that there wasn't enough lockdown or famine, and that they planned to tweak things to make sure we saw more of them. Well, we've had enough lockdown now, thank you very much. And we're not sure the pending famine will be entirely welcome either. We'd like more boom and more civil liberty, please. 
We've got very nearly to the end of our first LaveCon since 3305. We've met a load of people, including the new folk, Arthur, Bruce and Zach, who we'd previously believed might well have been convincing fake video images made by the Lords of Restoration, those people who made a deep fake Emperor Orissa, who only ever said, off with his head! And yet nobody in the Empire realised. We thought it might all be some sort of ruse, and that Ed Lewis and Zach Antonacci and Stephen Benedetti and Will Flanagan were all being stored in the deep freeze along with Arissa until the outbreak was over. But no. It turns out that, unlike the Emperor, the Old Guard really have moved on, and Arthur the pirate barman, Bruce the backstabbing eater of steak, and the quaked Mark II stunt pilot, Zach Mark II, really are now in charge of keeping the galaxy in balance with the pilots who fly within it, plus the pink person and annotator of patch notes, Piwaf Sally, who never really went away and who keeps us amused while the galaxy servers are having all their ones and zeros repaired. Paul Crowther is, of course, the evil puppeteer behind the scenes. As we set off for home after the raffle, don't forget the raffle, to confront the twin lines of fate on the mycoid virus lateral flow test, let's remember what it is that makes our community of pilots great. It's folks like us, here in person and watching on stream, who put the hours into trucking and mission running and piracy and exploring new worlds and scanning weird biological anomalies and making radio shows and podcasts and videos and streaming and looking after each other. The pilots who keep the galaxy ticking over, the pilots who form the community that we are all part of. It has been an immense privilege to be able to meet some of you again this weekend. Exciting things are ahead of us. We read the news, but you guys make the news. Thank you. It's done. And the raffle will be along in a little while. <laughs> <laughs>